What's up, everybody? My name is Jonathan. This is Jesse Murray. This is Luke Vincent. And we love you. And we're excited that you're here joining us today. I can promise you that Jesse and Luke are so excited that all the viewers today are watching this video on YouTube. Uh, guys, <laughs> dad jokes. I got them. So uh, anyway, we are here today to discuss Venom, Let There Be Carnage. Uh, this is the sequel to the movie that came out back in 2018. Uh, we're going to give you guys a full in-depth analysis of how we thought about this film and or what our thoughts and feelings were on it, how we felt leaving the theater. Uh, were we excited? Were we happy? Were we sad? Were we mad? We're going to go into it today. My initial thoughts when I left the theater and when the, the film was over was really just disappointment. Honestly, this movie was way cheesier than the first Venom film, which is a, a, a very difficult feat because the first film, in a lot of ways, felt like a film that was out of time. When I watched that movie in 2018, I, I felt like, dang, this film feels like it belongs in the 2005 era. You know, like it's it felt like it would be a good superhero movie from that era. But in this current era, it felt outdated. It felt, you know, slightly cheesy. But this new Venom movie really brought it up to a whole new level. The wedding scene, the freaking, uh, you know, Shriek and Woody Harrelson's carnage. They felt like villains, honestly, from Batman and Robin. Like, that's how cheesy it was to me. What were your guys' impressions of, of the film and the villains and, and all this and that? I have to say I had a complete opposite uh, reaction after the movie. I think that uh, I was um, not disappointed. In fact, I got exactly what I expected, which was a, a trash movie. Uh, the first movie was a dumpster fire uh, covered in a turd blanket. And this movie uh, managed to be, I would say at par. I don't, I don't think that it was worse. I think that um, given the lack of depth of the first movie, you know, I, I expected uh, an even, I feel like, you know, comic books leave your imagination uh, to fill in blanks and to give things character, uh, except that you're stuck with this, this page that only gives you, you know, parts. I feel like that's exactly what this movie was, with just like chops of like punchlines that were terrible. And, and it really, the only thing that it brought was CGI action. Um, that, that I think even there could have been more, um, more impressively done. So uh, I, I didn't have high hopes for this movie to begin with, um, and I was not disappointed in that regard. Um, uh, the only thing, you know, that was a disappointment was that it, it cost me uh, $25 um, to go see this. Uh, and, I, and I really only went it, uh, to see it so that I could do this, because otherwise the first one had really turned me off. That's uh, my short synopsis. Sorry for making you watch this film, Luke. I didn't know you felt so strongly <laughs> about the first I, one. <laughs> I accept your apology, and I, I, I actually do think that it's uh, indicated. What did you think, Jesse? All right. Well, you know, I I was on the disappointed <laughs> We can only go up from here. <laughs> right. Well, you know, I, I, I tend to disagree a little bit with both of you guys. I uh, 
on one hand, I was slightly disappointed, but you know, just like Luke said, I didn't really have high hopes. Uh, I had high hopes. I didn't have high expectations um, to say it that way. But I mean, for both both Venom and Venom Two, uh, I still enjoyed both movies. I still think you know they're they're decent movies. They weren't complete trash. There was, I mean, so many things they could have done better. So many, and there's so many things that they should not have done at all. But I love Venom. I love Carnage. Like they're both two of my favorite characters. Just to have something on the big screen that displays those characters and and kind of does them a little bit of justice, like makes me happy. You know, there was a lot of it, a lot of this movie that did make me happy. While there was a lot of big letdowns, there was a lot of good. There's a lot of positive to it. You know what, Jesse, me and you were actually talking about this the other day. Jesse's actually a late, a last minute replacement for this show. So if it wouldn't have been for Jesse, <laughs> it would, if it wouldn't have been for Jesse, it would have just been me and Luke today. Let's just be honest. <laughs> so uh, I thought I was going to work it out to get four, but we ended up with three. But hey, that's that's fine with me. You know, Jesse and I were talking about this the other day. As kids, we used to like the character of Carnage. We used to think that Carnage was really cool. There was a Sega Genesis video game that had Carnage and Venom and Spider-Man. It was cool. You know, that was so 90s, and, and, and it was happening, and it was hip. But, uh, Jesse, I, I, I really appreciate your uh, love for these characters. You, you, you represent a true comic book fan, man. Like, you love these characters so much that you don't give a dang how bad the movies suck. <laughs> You, you're still supporting it and behind it 100%. Just like me. I've been a Creed fan my whole life. I'm the same way with Creed. <laughs> Everybody craps on Creed. And you know what? I stand firm. I'll stand firm to the day that I die and say, you know what? Creed really was a good band. I don't care how uncool it was to not like them. So, uh, but <laughs> I think, honestly, I think I'm somewhere in the middle of both you guys. <sighs> That's the thing, Jesse. Like what? holds me back from being able to give this movie any sort of praise is I really can't think of any praise to give it. Like I can't, the only thing, like <laughs> the, the, the only thing that I liked about the film was I didn't like the action. Like Luke said, it felt like, well, first of all, it felt just like the first film, which was a giant CGI fight in the first film. It was a little bit more fun to watch maybe because it was more unique at that time or I don't know. I don't know why the, the action I enjoyed better in the first film. Uh, this second film, I mean, there was like, okay, I can point to specific sequences in Infinity War, uh, you know, when Hulk or Banner gets sent back to Earth and he falls through the staircase at the, uh, the, the Doctor Strange Observatorium or whatever the heck it's called, Sanctum Sanctorum. When he falls through the steps and then they go outside and they, they get met by the aliens outside, Ebony Maul, Cole Obsidian, and I think one other one, that's a legit scene, okay? That's such a cool scene and memorable. Then you have the airport sequence at, uh, in Captain America Civil War. In this movie, there was nothing. The church sequence where they fought was just, ugh. You know, the, the freaking, uh, like, like I said earlier, yeah. Exactly. I mean, oh, you know, like the only that's that, that's what I'm trying to do right now. I'm trying to dig deep within myself and come up with something nice to say about this movie. Uh, Tom Hardy is a good actor. He did pretty good in the film, but the writing was crap. You know, the jokes were falling flat for me. Most every joke in the movie fell flat. There was a couple jokes that I was kind of like, eh, eh, 
That's kind of, okay. You got me there, but you know, like I, I paid twenty five dollars to watch this. <laughs> <laughs> but overall, Jesse, like I, I guess I, I'm probably a little bit more leaning towards Luke's side, even though I don't think the movie's garbage. There are some redeemable qualities about it, but not many. A couple of things to notice where I'm coming from, just a little bit. I, I don't remember the Sega game too much. I, I I've seen it, but I never played it, and. Uh, but what I had, I had an old desktop and this might've been before Nintendo 64 might right around the same time. We, we had a desktop and there was this, uh, almost like a create your own comic book game. Um, it's like, you give you, it give you a canvas and it was almost like the paint application, but you could take the comic book stickers and kind of create your own scene. And we would play that thing for hours. I mean, that was before, I bet you could have created a better scene than anything in this freaking movie ah. in that game. <laughs> I'll tell you, one of my favorite things was uh, was Carnage on that. I would everything that I would create on there. It had little animations too, like you put the sticker of the character on the canvas, and then you could click it or whatever, and it would like walk across the screen or something, and it have sound effects and stuff. Really, really old, like. This is before video games were really anything, but um, <clears throat> I loved the Carnage character. And uh, one thing that it had, it was like this little special move. It was his little tornado. You remember the Carnage tornado thing in the film? Like when that happened, I got so excited. I was like, yes, like that's, that's his like finishing move, you know, <laughs> being able to do that tornado. The, the scene in the church, yeah, that was garbage. I was like, why is he getting so big, too? Because I, I felt like the scale of Carnage, like, he was just kept going up and up and up all the way up into the cathedral. He didn't, just he like, didn't quite go to Which they actually and... stole from Suicide Squad when that one guy turned into flames and it became big as, like, a city. <laughs> like, out of nowhere. He didn't get that big. He got real big. big. <laughs> <laughs> you but know, anyway, so I, I thought... In a lot of ways, just having Carnage on screen, like they nailed what he was supposed to look like and the things that he could do. Like he's supposed to be th this big red monster, and I think that they they made that. I would have liked to see more combat that was less just crazy CGI going everywhere. But at the same time, like like I thought Carnage was the one thing that they did. Well, not the one thing that they did, but it was one of the things that they did. <laughs> That was justifiable to me. I, I enjoyed seeing that. I you know what my, my biggest hang-up was, Jesse? I absolutely love Woody Harrelson. He is probably yeah. one of my top five actors, maybe not of all time, but he's up there, okay? I'm excited to see him in, in different films. He was my biggest letdown because it felt like I had high expectations for Woody Harrelson as an actor, you know, because I, I thought he was going to bring the heat. But this character, man, like... I'm serious. It felt like something from Batman and Robin. I thought he was going to pull out a freeze gun and say, everybody, chill, chill. Like, it was that bad, man. The whole wedding yeah. scene, like, why the crap are you guys having a wedding right now? Like, isn't there more important things to do than just have this cheesy wedding? Come on. This this felt like, oh, man, it felt like it was written this, by a 14-year-old. I mean, that's that's bad writing <laughs> for sure. And that was one of my biggest complaints uh, about the movie was the writing and the storyline. The storyline was, you know, like 
it seemed mostly based off this dumb romance between uh, Venom and Tom Hardy, and then, or, or not Tom Hardy, uh, Venom and, and Eddie Street? Brock. Like, no, Eddie Brock. The oh. Venom and Venom and Eddie Brock had this crazy bromance thing. The I whole like movie. the breakup scene. I thought that was kind of fun. That was the, the breakup the was kind of cool, but it's just like this weird focus on that, and then the side like a secondary focus on shriek and uh and cletus cassidy like no real focus on venom and carnage facing off you know i wanted to see them fight each other i wanted carnage to be just this sinister horrible dude that is just wreaking havoc all over everything and venom just out of necessity needing to be the the lethal protector you know like he kept saying and it just wasn't there. It was more about these two weird, like a bromance and a romance going on. And just, it's bad writing to me. I, you know, I just didn't like that. That was my, probably the biggest hang up I had about the movie is just, it was cheesy. It was out of place. Uh, yeah. It was like, why are y'all doing this? What? But I don't think that's a reflection of Woody Harrelson's acting. I still, I still thought he nailed the acting he was a serial killer kind of like psycho vibe you know he acted like a weirdo and went just the way he's walking around and he he went and took that car jumped in it and stuff and uh how he can be sad like acting like a sad sack and then all of a sudden he's just mean and vicious it's just i thought his acting was was pretty good and i'm like you woody harrelson's one of my favorites and i thought he he, he was just good. like, it felt like he was delivering a performance at a Southwest stage band show. You know, like he was, it felt like something we'd see in the theater. Like, yeah, 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 give me that car. <laughs> you know, like, I don't know. It just, it felt cheesy. Animated with no content. It, it was, it was, uh, it was a lot of like flamboyant, you know, emotions maybe, but no real teeth which is actually a pun on the fact that he bit the guy. I have to say 50 points to you, Jesse, for saying bromance and romance uh, together. That's, 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 that's a good marketable little phrase there. I, but, you know, I have to say, this is the first movie I have watched in a while where there were no subplots. There was literally just what is going on with Venom and what is going on with Carnage. Like, even, like, they found a way to make the overarching plot incorporate all the different, like, you know, Venom and his like ex lover uh, who has the, uh, the, the new engaged um, doctor husband, uh, fiance, um, you know, e- even that like was baked directly into the primary plot. There were no like, you know, alternate conflicts. It was really just playing Venom and Carnage the whole time which made, which didn't give you much. Like it wasn't rich enough. Like you said, even these like, um, you know, the romance between him and the girl like had no real substance to it. You know, there was a lot of soil there uh, based on the fact that the dude killed his mother or his grandmother is uh, I think mom or, you know, he killed his family. Um, and then at the end he reveals he was abused. Like, it's a clever plot line, but the way that it was delivered was just so soft. You know, it, it, it was just, it, I didn't, um, 
it didn't land. And, it, and I do agree with you, Jesse, that there's a lot to be worked with there. Although Venom, in essence, is not like a, a very thought-provoking character. He's just an alien that infects and becomes a, a symbiote. And I would love to talk about the science of the first movie of how trash that was. But <laughs> these, like, they kept calling it a, a gra- it was an acute reaction, um, like rejection. Uh, and then, but like he kept going and jumping to different people. Like, but, but supposedly the only thing that was beneficial was that it was, uh, what's his name, the primary actor. Anyway, I'm diverting. But the, the point is this, this movie although I think that there was, there was ripe fruits to be grabbed into to plant new trees and do a beautiful movie. Um, I think that we were stuck with a singular plot line, which we're not used to seeing and they didn't have any meat to it. It, it was a lot of like, honestly, like a teenager wrote this movie and, and all of the banter. I agree. You know, part of that, you know, they tried to make a point of having it be a, a short film and not, not too long. I remember reading that somewhere on something like they were, they were proud of the fact that it was only going to be an hour and a half long. And I think maybe to get there, but, uh, but not rush things left them just leaving out details and leaving it empty. How much better would it have been if they had done this movie where it started out with carnage as a kid, when he does those things yeah, um, because we, we get introduced to him as this guy who's already in jail, so we don't really have like a grid for how evil he is. I mean, sure, he goes and bites the guy, but I mean, Venom literally bit off people's heads in the first movie. That, that there's no, you know, it's not like that conveyed his evil or twistedness enough. We needed some sort of a, a, a roots to his character, and, and I think you're right, Jesse. Like he was kind of the cornerstone of this movie. It was really about him, not about Venom. There wasn't much new that Venom yeah. developed. And I mean, they tried to like show off the relationship between Venom and, um, gosh, what is the gosh dang Henry? Henry Eddie Brock. Huh? You talking about Eddie Brock? Yeah, Eddie Brock. Eddie Brock. You know, they, I, and I, I thought that that was another place where they came close to having something interesting. And again, that just it just flopped. I mean, Venom went to a party, right, and then. Like what was that? What, what? That was hilarious. What sort of a? It, <laughs> I. It wasn't hilarious. It was kind of funny and kind of different, but it yeah. wasn't hilarious. <laughs> Not to okay. me, at least. I can. I guess I agree with you. It was funny. <clears throat> uh, well, compared to the rest of the movie, yes. If if that if if that's what we're you know our baseline is what is funny. I mean, then yes, it it was one of the highlights of the movie. It was cool to see Venom in uh, freaking glow sticks. I guess that was cool, animation wise. It definitely. Uh, I was just like, "Where's this going?" I, I the animation was on point, you know. And initially, yeah. I remember thinking, like, when I saw the film, because I was ignorant when it came to Venom and Carnage's backstory. But when I first watched the movie, I was like, "Wait a minute, Carnage didn't come from Venom." But if you go back and look and, and do some research, he actually did in the comics. Carnage came directly. He was basically a child of Venom. Like, I guess it was mm-hmm. through experimentation or whatever, but there was several different children of Venom, you know, that kind of, but the anyway, offspring, yeah. you know, honestly, mm-hmm. uh, who's the mom? Those, what is Eddie it? Brock? Who's the mom? Eddie Brock? <laughs> they're, they're asexual. So they don't have to have another, uh, 
whatever to reproduce right. i guess was, is that the correct term there luke oh you're the doctor no, but uh, okay. not even close not, uh, <laughs> you know I can, about... I can't remember the right term but i can assure you that is not it. okay well dimorphic <laughs> i think is is when you have two gen anyway that was kind of you know you're hitting on john not to cut you off but you're hitting on something two things that were like hit and miss completely with carnage the reason he's a little more powerful and he's red and all is one of the reasons anyway comic books have sometimes they have different explanations that are conflicting of the same thing but he's it was the bloodstream right it, uh the symbiote got actually into the bloodstream of cletus cassidy and that was one of the differences of Car who, what carnage is i thought they nailed that because you know that that was you know what came across but they didn't explain why carnage hates venom all of a well, sudden, but he does he? Huh? Oh, wait, wait. Never mind. Never mind. I'm sorry. Yeah, like when they're Carnage's driving down the bridge. The infected person was in love with Eddie Brock, which we have no understanding why. But in, in, you're right. You're right. Carnage loved Venom. No, Carnage hates Venom. I hated Venom. <laughs> he, wants to, he wants to kill him for. They don't explain in the film why. Why Brock then, Jesse? Why does he want to kill him? What now? Why does he want to kill him? I don't really know why. Like I said, I'm I, I'm not. Like he wants a big... to kill his dad. Carnage yeah. wants to kill his dad, just like the serial killer killed his family. I mean, where's that? We'll where's that? Blood? There you go. But that's what I I'm mean, saying. You have the symbiotic stuff of, of of Cletus Cassidy versus Eddie Brock, and that's the reason why they're enemies. But they had this weird thing at the end where they said, "Oh, they're not symbiotic." Symbiotic. Cletus Cassidy and Carnage not meshing good they're not they don't have similar interests that's crazy like why did they put that in the movie because they are supposed to be and Perfect. that's the reason that's the main reason that venom and carnage are my are enemies is because of cletus cassie and eddie brock being enemies they made it this weird thing that carnage was a separate entity and he hated venom and eddie brock hated i mean uh cletus cassie hated eddie brock and i don't know it's just bad writing that's okay i think that's an excellent point uh super super like wasted uh element there I, that would have been a lot more entertaining the blood transmission thing bothers me because number one if, if, if you're you're saying like venom never got into the bloodstream of what's his name of eddie brock i'm saying that's one of the one of the things that the comics would say at the beginning uh, from what Some i understand the comics would explain that Carnage is the reason he's a little more powerful and the reason that he he and Cletus were like exponentially worse was because of the bloodstream thing. He's not just attached, he's in the bloodstream. Yeah. Whereas he bit Eddie Brock and Eddie Brock bled onto him. It didn't get yeah. into his blood. He swallowed it. So I I, I don't, but th this, the, let me just tell you this, the scientists who well, he had to break the top part movie, of the skin to get in there. He had to break the huh? top part of the skin, which is not ex internal. He had to break the skin to get to that bloodstream. So maybe a mixture of, you know, all that. So maybe stuff. he had a like ulcer in his mouth. And once he got venom skin, it got it. There you so, go. I'm just telling you, the scientists were out to lunch. Okay, when they were like writing the integral parts of this movie, the scientists the were, they, do. they were smoking a J or, you know, 
harming mice. I, I don't know what they were doing, but they were not helping the writers of the show. It's going to be like that for Marvel stuff most of the time, okay? We're not going to hold these guys that Well, high some of the movies board. have done really well. Some of them have done, like, that's, but, you know, I can't expect much from this one because of the baseline. It's called science fiction I think, for a reason. Well, it's got to be based <laughs> somewhere on site. And, and the other, I should say that the writers were also out for lunch. So, but they were at a separate location. <laughs> and the 14-year-old the, took the over and he was like, so hey you know to me the most exciting thing about this movie was uh the post-credit sequence <laughs> and yeah, uh, that's cool. did you stick you guys stuck around for that yeah that's pretty exciting now we're gonna get to see okay so now that venom is in the disney fold for however long we're not sure you know that's another thing to talk about but uh you know he's gonna be incorporated into the mcu for at least a little bit or maybe just the one movie spider-man far from home or no way home so that's exciting what might not be exciting, though, is the plans of whether or not Sony and, and Disney are going to continue to play nice. Are they going to keep that contract going where, you know, uh, Sony continues to make their villain movies like Morbius and, and Venom and now Craven the Hunter is coming up soon and then let Disney keep Spider-Man and keep putting out Spider-Man films, which they'll take credit for. You know, that's part of the agreement that Disney's going to do the writing and the casting and everything. But Sony gets to take credit for it. You know, I like that because we get to see some actual good Spider-Man movies. But anyway, that's kind of the theory that, you know, they might not be able to come to an agreement again. You know, if that happens, then they're going to work out a way in this multiverse movie to send Spider-Man back to the, the same universe that Venom and Morbius and all these other characters are currently inhabiting. So I got to say. I was super stoked when I saw Spider-Man and then immediately felt my stomach drop. I was like, oh no, now the crap from Venom is going to infect Spider-Man. Um, and, and it's just going to be, a, you know, a mix between a souffle and a turd sandwich. Um, but, but you're right. I mean, if Disney takes it, but the thing is, even if they like put these two movies together, together like you're just going to have to remake Eddie Brock. Eddie Brock's going to have to be schizophrenic all of a sudden be like more interesting and uh like his character is going to have to greatly deepen all of a sudden uh, why is eddie brock so sweaty yeah it's like the whole movie he was sweating something about his apartment and and just his apartment feels so dirty and nasty so you know, i guess they that is actually one place where they were consistent though because remember in the first movie yeah where yeah. when he first got infected he was like sweating the whole time. He like does this weird thing where he attacks a lobster and bites the head off and like ruins his dinner with his fiance. And it's like, why didn't they work out? But no, and so that is one place where I was like, well, it's what they did the first movie. Yeah. But yeah, I don't, but as a whole, I mean, why are we watching Eddie Brock be sweating? Can y'all explain the, the ending credits to me? Like I saw it, but at the same time, what's what was his i must have missed why venom was interested in spider-man venom left the area that he was currently at you know say it's miami mm -hmm. which i'm not sure that's exactly where it was but say it's miami he left miami and went to uh, alabama <laughs> and while he, was in, <laughs> while he was in alabama all of a sudden everything changed and he went to an alabama from a completely different dimension so now he's in the same dimension that peter parker's in that Iron Man was in until he died. Uh, all these MCU characters, all right. he's, he's currently in the same universe that they are all in. Yeah. Because of some 
something that we have that hasn't been explained yet, whether or not it was caused from what Dr. Strange did, you know, in the trailer or, uh, you know, the explanation is not 100% clear, but he is currently in the same universe as the MCU characters. Always take it back to the black box plot device of the multiverse. Oh, well, we're in another dimension now. Exactly. It's super convenient. I'll say this. I, if I had to rate this film on a scale of 1 to 10 or on a scale from 0 to 10, I think the absolute highest that I could give it is maybe a 5, but honestly, my heart's telling me 4.5. I think 4.5 is the best I can do, Jesse. It wasn't as good as the first one. The first one's floating around a 5.5 to a 6 for me, but this one, I got to give it a 4.5. I'm sorry, Jesse. Well, uh, the first the first movie, yeah, I had it probably about a 4 or 5. I didn't really enjoy it. Uh, I mean, I, I take that back. I enjoyed it, but I wasn't as excited about it because it was just Venom and the other symbiotes. They didn't give them characters because they are – like there's scream and there's a couple others um not to be confused with shriek um but there's there's other venom symbiotes that, that they they had playing around there at the beginning they didn't give them any time so that not we're not talking about the first movie but i didn't i didn't have that one i have this one up at a six i i think six six and a half that's probably my rating just because i love carnage so much he's cool the tornado the sound effects for his scream that like, tornado really did it for you, huh, Jesse? That tornado was awesome. Uh, and the, the like, roar that he has, it sounds like a freaking – it sounds like a hurricane wind tornado. I'll Man, give you awesome. that. The roar that he had was different and cool. Yeah, it, I, I just thought Carnage was so cool. They didn't completely ruin that character for me. The movie, as a plot line and writing, was terrible, but Carnage was still Carnage, and he was cool. And so that that bumps it up for me. What you got, Luke? So I feel like Jesse looks at this movie like a Transformers movie, where it's like, yeah, whatever the story, just shut up. But like, just watch it, just look at it. It's entertaining, you know. Like it's yeah. it's like riding a roller coaster. It's, it just feels good. And and honestly, I I came into this movie wanting that, just so like, okay, like I'm not I'm not gonna crack out Grey's Anatomy and try to understand like or you know physiology of this. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna hold you to anything. I'm just gonna watch it. I'm just gonna eat the sandwich. I'm just gonna look for the taste. I'm not looking for nutrients. And you know, I it was there just was nothing for me. I, now I can't give this. I can't give any movie a one because Thanksgiving is a movie, and a one is reserved for Thanksgiving. So I, I would have to give this movie, um, you know, a three. Which I, I you know, I. I would also give like, you know, my, uh, my garage band's um, uh, music video that was made by uh, me and a couple other uh, high schoolers. Um, I would give that a, a four. So that just should put things in perspective for you. You know, what, what I think of this movie. I think that we can all agree that we were a little disappointed at best. So hopefully now that he's in the MCU, at least for a little while, hopefully Sony can start putting out some better product because they're capable of it. They did it back in 2004, 2005 with Spider-Man 2. The Amazing Spider-Man, the first one was eh, decent, but the other Spider-Man films oh, were pretty bad. So hopefully, hopefully, please, Sony, put out a better film. Hopefully Morbius will be better. So anyway, 
<laughs> Thanks for joining us today, guys. It's been fun. Uh, look us up on Instagram. You can find us at Real Comic Book Cinema. We're also on Facebook. Check us out on YouTube, which you're currently already doing, but don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Uh, tell your friends about us. Tell your grandma about us because uh, I'm sure that she would want to watch all three of us talk about Venom, Let There Be Carnage. Guys, thank you so much for joining me. Until next time, have a good one.